Parents of Easy Park Prescription is a, a initiative um, which was started about two and a half years ago. And the idea was let's get together as many different people and organizations, both locally and nationally, who are interested in um, doing several things. Number one, getting people outside, um, kids and their families to spend time in parks with the ulterior motive of, of trying to improve their health, particularly chronic health. So asthma, obesity, mental health, which are our modern day plagues, essentially, um, that we're dealing with. Um, and to foster a awareness of the importance of green space and um, the preservation of that green space and the um, creation, frankly, of more outside space um, so we've been working with parks, uh, park rangers, uh, particularly the National Park Service, um, with the National Environmental Education Foundation. Um, we've done a lot of great work in this area and um, been responsible for promoting the literature that supports um, at least the health reasons why you know one would want to be outside. Um, we work with the Department of Health uh, here in D.C. Uh, we've more recently been working with um, the CDC um, and the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, um, and our sort of immediate goal has been to uh, create a rating tool, which you're looking at now, uh, which is based off of two validated tools. Uh, this is in the park world, so I've had to learn a bit about parks because I don't have a PhD in parks. Um, so we created a, we borrowed from a couple of validated park rating tools, created our own. Um, and you can, as you can tell, it's a very simple um, two-pager um, on two-and-a-half, I guess three-pager, um, that you can take to any green space, and you can rate that park. And if you look at the details on here, we're about to go out and rate this park, Stanton Park. Um, you can see that we're, we're trying to get questions answered about accessibility, um, about the kinds of uh, activities or programming um, that you might find at a park. This is a, you know fairly small area, um, but you know, we're, when we rate parks, you could rate as big as Rock Creek or Anacostia, so those would have like more serious activities and programming that are actually happening and that are sponsored by those parks. Um, parents are also very concerned about safety, so we address safety on here, shading, picnic tables, playgrounds, and all the things that go with those, you know, the condition of them, um, the... Um, cleanliness of a park. Um, these are all issues that are very, very important. And we try to ask questions that pertain to as little as an infant to as old as you know a grandparent. Um, so we put, are there benches there? Um, is there shading there? Mm -hmm. If there is a trail, what's the slope of the trail? Can you take a wheelchair on the trail? Is it handicap accessible? So we try to put pretty much almost every question that one would want to know the answer to before making a decision as to whether to go there or not. And the very end, we actually have a grading system. Okay. So you get to grade the park um, for um, safety, cleanliness, and just overall uh, level of activity. Um, so that we've done. Um, we've now mapped out about 350 green spaces in the DC area. Wow. Um, and we are um, very lucky to have connected with George Washington University and there are literally scores of students in the public health school, physical education um, department, um, as well as um, 
you know, other disciplines, physical therapy, for example, um, and a few park rangers who've been raiding the parks. Um, and we give them a quick training. I'm going to do one right now with you. Um, and then it takes about 10 minutes. And then after that, you can rate any park in the D.C. area. Um, so once we rate a park, um, it's you just push the submit button on the AAPDC website. Um, you can either do it directly if you have a handheld or do it on paper and go back to a desktop and do it there. Um, then it populates an Excel spreadsheet and then from there it um, automatically creates a one-page summary of that park, which um, you don't have with you, I don't think, but um, I know you have a copy back at uh, yes. the Center for Total Health, yes. um, which you can look at. And so. It doesn't take a lot of tweaking, but then um, after a little bit of tweaking, we can have a one-page summary, and that one-page summary has been put to use so far in a pilot uh, in four different health centers or clinics in D.C., and um, we did that with um, the approval of an institutional review board, so through Children's Hospital to make sure that we're you know, crossing all our I's, uh, T's, and dotting our I's with research to protection of the rights of, you know, the safety of, of uh, research participants and, and, uh, and such. So we basically at this point have finished that research pilot to see whether doctors, in fact, um, are changed in any way and if patients are changed in any way and their attitudes and behavior um, when a doctor hands a one-page summary of one or more parks to his or her patient recommending them for the go to go outside. Mm -hmm. um, and we're doing a pre and a post intervention, so we're done with that. We're actually, I should have you know, results, I'm hoping the next few days now. Um, it's been winter, so people are getting sick, and as well as the researchers, so they haven't had the time to do it. Um, so we'll have some first you know, time data, preliminary data, descriptive data as to whether um, you know, this makes a difference in behavior and attitudes. So does this integrate at all with exercise? as a vital sign and what we're doing? Has it gone to that level with the doctors that they're actually so, asking? Yeah, so let me explain further. Walk, sure, yeah. yeah. So, uh -huh. so what we're, so the reason why I mentioned the CDC and the HHS is that um, they're providing some technical support and we're looking for a third party vendor right now mm -hmm. to connect ultimately the park database, which will be 351 page summaries, with electronic medical record. Mm -hmm. Kaiser has it, Unity has it, where I work, Children's, most of DC is now electronic mm -hmm. uh, in terms of when patients get seen, there's an electronic record created. So what we're doing is we want to seamlessly connect those two and we're getting close to that and we're working out the details now so that when I'm seeing a patient in the office, um, absolutely it can be a vital sign. There's many different ways in which we can connect these two mm -hmm. and then actually uh, monitor and collect data um, as to what doctors are really doing in the office with regard to this recommendation. Mm -hmm. So um, so in the treatment part of the note, your doctor's note, um, you would be able to literally just push one button that would say park prescription. Mm -hmm. And then what that would do is it would automatically print out um, for the doctor um, to discuss with his or her patients all the parks within a one and a half mile radius of their home. And right. so the, geo the technology is there to geo map and yeah. match the home address of the patient with the parks in that region. Mm -hmm. And so that is essentially the, going to be the starting point for a discussion in the relationship between the doctor and the patient that then will happen every three months. Okay. Um, that's the chronicity with which we see patients for chronic illness is about every three months. Okay. Um, so when they come back, then we ask questions about how was the experience, et cetera. 
Um, so, so there will be a built-in capacity to um, prescribe this on the electronic health record and to collect data. Mm -hmm. um, what I want to do in addition to that is to continue the actual research of finding out changes in attitude and behavior as we roll this out. So we have four sites now we've you know, piled this at. And um, between Unity and Children's alone, we can add another 22 sites um, pretty easily. Are, yes. If you live here, you know yes, what I'm talking about. You know, and, and those are important for families as well. Yeah. You don't want to show up and the water fountain doesn't work. So I, I mean, I, I can tell you things, and you're going to find out now. You know that come a certain date, the, the fountains get turned off. Mm, so you better oh, bring your own wow. water. You know, yeah. wow. uh, these are things that are really yeah. important, especially if you're coming in with a kid or a baby. You, you got to know um, whether you need to bring water or there's potable water available. Um, so five people rate this. Does it combine all five ratings, or you no. just take the first? So we have a. So if if one were to become one to volunteer and rate, mm -hmm. part of the, the ten minute training I do with them is I give them access to our Google web page, okay. and on there there is the master list of all the parks, and okay. the last column on that list says rated yes or no. Okay. So we don't want them rating a park that's already been rated. Okay. Um, and this is the first go around. So mm -hmm. as we finish all the parks, then we're going to have need to have a serial checking and updating so that the information right. is accurate. Parks don't change that much. Mm -hmm. um, this park probably is not going to change much in the next five years. But um, a park like Rock Creek, for example, or Anacostia, they have programming. And that programming changes um, yeah. by season. So that's important to know. So we're going to build that in eventually to have a, a serial sort of updating, you know, to make sure it's accurate. Because the worst thing you want to do is, you know, have your docs prescribe something that's not accurate. Right. Um, and up to date, uh, essentially. So. You know, this, this project, you know, it, it really is a, for me, it's, it's a wonderful way to address a lot of issues that seem to be at the top of our priority list for the country in general. We've been talking about wellness now. There's a lot of buzz about wellness. This is a great uh, way to talk about wellness and total health. Um, we're very worried about the environment. We're worried about climate change. This is a great way to address that, um, taking back our parks and promoting um, kinds of activities that don't create, you know, carbon emissions, um, and it addresses chronic health in a way that uh, we haven't really tried to address before. Okay. Um, so, in other words, if I'm seeing a patient, you know, and you know, he or she is 12 years old and you know, 180 pounds, clearly, no matter what their height is, they're overweight, they're obese. And besides ordering a fasting lipid panel and a glucose and checking their blood pressure and making sure they don't have diabetes. I would also ask them to visit a park. I noticed you used the total. You used the total health term. I, I threw that in there because I know that you know you all are from. Yeah, <laughs> but, no, but I, health, I like but your pickup lingo. So but, let me just ask for the audience real quick. Um, what is total health to you? What does that mean to you? Well, total health to me, I would I would probably you know back up a bit and talk about the health of all beings of the environment. Okay. Um, so that when I I'm I'm very big picture. Um, when I read the, the uh, Healthy Parks, Healthy People launch description, I loved it because it's a concept that's been around for a very long time, probably millennia actually, um, and it's something we don't talk about often enough. So I, I think that it's hard to be, for a person, for a human being to be healthy um, in a vacuum. You, you need to think about the environment. You need to think about where you live, the contextual details of your life, and that very directly affects who you are and how healthy you are and how 
how healthy you feel, your well-being. So for me, total health is not just human total health. It is the health of us and everything around us. Awesome. Good. What, what's happened in the National Park Service, interestingly enough, is that, um, for better or for worse, I mean, each park, each national park is sort of its own fiefdom. Um, and they have, it's very autonomous. And so it's up to the superintendent of that park, or the director of that park, particular park, to take this and do something with it. And when Ted and I talked the first time, I mean, this is, this can be a, you know, a very revolutionary concept to some people, which is, you know, we're not asked, so there's, there's, in public health, we talk about leisure and non-leisure exercise, and I'm sure you're well aware of that. And, you know, there, we're not saying necessarily that, you know, you have to take a certain amount of time, 30 minutes every day, and exercise. What we're talking about is, think about your daily routine, and you can do that with your physician. And, and think about where in there you might be able to insert a little bit more outside time. So maybe getting up 15 minutes earlier, you know, so that you can take a slightly longer route, you know, to work or take your kids to school, or maybe get off one bus stop before or one metro stop before and walk just a little bit more, be outside a little bit more. In the winter, it's even more important. We've got fewer daylight hours. So it's even more important to work being outside into your daily routine. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe on one of those days you go to the gym, don't go to the gym, mm-hmm. go for a walk. Mm-hmm. So do you see that becoming part of the Park RX program where you will provide recommendations about things that could be added to parks to make them more friendly to a senior or to kids? Or Ultimately, yes. Okay. So, you know, as the communities um, begin to take back their parks, yeah. um, they will have a better idea of what it is they need in those parks and demand those things of their legislators, of their governments. So yes, that would be a more of a, a long-term goal. Sure. Um, for right now, the way we're pitching this is we have an immense amount of park space that's underutilized. Those numbers we have, you can go to the parks and they'll tell you. They, have, they know their usership. And all across the country, it's exceedingly low. So, um, so our immediate goal is, short-term goal is, get people outside to use the parks. Mm-hmm. Um, there, we're hoping to have some connectivity when we talk about the park database and the electronic health records on the park end too, so that we can have a, a, a like a something that's a like a counter, mm-hmm. you know, that's counting the number of times that someone perhaps visits a park as well. It's gonna be a little more difficult to do that uh, because some parks are so big you don't even know when somebody enter enters the park. Um, but in places where they have, let's say like in Rock Creek, where they have a nature center, people go there, if, if they go there, they visit there, they keep their numbers as to how many visitors come in. And I, and I believe like there's been some studies on that to see, you know, looking at who makes a recommendation and the likelihood of, of, yes. a, of a patient taking an action. And? And is it, is, the, 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 physician, the physician still ranks fairly high. Um, so it's, it's not a bad way, you know, to promote something. It's not the only way, and, and really, you know, someone asked me yesterday as well, why couldn't anybody use this? Couldn't it be publicly available? And it will be. I mean, my goal eventually is to have these accessible on a website, have them at schools, have them everywhere that people are. Mm-hmm. Um, just goes back to total health again. I mean, you know, make it make it just ubiquitous so people know how to get the information. Mm-hmm. Every dozen ours as well. So every part of ours is going to have a picture. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a quick map, a blow-up map on that page. So everything is on one page. Um, people are... You know, generally not going to go several places to get information. They're going to go. They're going to spend the least amount of effort, um, the lowest common denominator, to get what they need. Mm-hmm. So we want to make it so easy that there's no excuse for the physician and there's no excuse for the family if they have an interest in health, 
in the, in the I can go over this very briefly. Yeah. Um, we've done quite a bit already. The part of my you know, the training is just to go over the overall of the program. Um, so the most important thing is to start off putting the park name and the owner if you can figure it out. Hmm. Sometimes we have to, we know it's the National Park Service for this one, but if it's not, and it, they're not always marked. Hmm. So, and we're doing as small as a triangle park, which is, you know, one of them is just down on 12th and Maryland. Hmm. And there's no sign that it's going to say this is owned by. Um, but the onus is on the person who's volunteering their time to, when they get home or wherever to try to find out. Um, it'll eventually fall on me or one of my colleagues before we make a summary. We have to approve these summaries to figure this out. Everything can be figured out, but um, so that's the most important thing to kind of get started there. Um, and then the questions are pretty self-explanatory. You know, location, safety, amenities, um, exercise, what sort of physical activity, what's available. Um, we put a space for other because you know we can't possibly cover everything, but we've done a fairly good job of covering what's available. Um, even things like swimming pools, you know, you can see the kind of details on here, indoor, outdoor, lifeguard, the hours of it. Um, there's a lot of information and movement to encourage people to take um, hikes and go on trails, take walks and go on trails, which we're entirely in support of. Um, and as you can tell, we dedicated quite a bit of the form to that, but we didn't want to make this just about hiking or walking. We wanted to make this about being outside. There's data now that just having an eating outside is better for your health than eating inside. Just that much alone. So just being outside is really our main focus right now. Park services, so when you get there, is there someone to greet you? The aesthetics of the park, which is very important. People do not want to go to a park if there are, you know, uh, hypodermic needles right. um, or if there's trash everywhere. And when I come here, it's part of my community. I just live literally a block and a half mm -hmm. um, down there. I want this clean. So, yeah. so basically, I mean, yeah. that's that's it. I mean, there's, a, there's the, the one thing on here that can be a little bit confusing is the, um, see, the slope and the cross slope. Um, not everybody understands that. I didn't understand that when I first saw that. But the slope is essentially the slope. You know, this this angle here, this is the flat surface. So that'd be about 30 degrees. And the cross slope is this. Mm -hmm. So if you have a wheelchair, you know, you need to let them know, is there a chance right. of tipping? Wow. Right, exactly. But, but that's the highest level of, wow. of sophistication right. on that. Well, and so in, in do, I didn't make this alone, right? So I got together with physical therapists. Uh -huh. I got together with park, park rangers. So I got as much input as I can. And physical therapists, why you're asking why? Because they are the experts in this. I am not the expert in accessibility. Mm -hmm. They're the ones who are truly the experts in mobility. Um, and whether it's you know, a, a, a self-rating tool for your capacity to drive, which my wife did a few years ago, whatnot, it, you always get your physical therapist involved because mm -hmm. if it's involving uh, occupational, so you know, s uh, small motor groups or gross motor or large motor um, groups, muscle groups, you really want to get them involved. Mm -hmm. So we got them involved, and of course they brought up these issues, and we're so happy we got them involved from the very beginning. Um, but that's about 20% of our land in D.C. is green. Right, with yeah. incredible trails connecting this place. Yeah, I mean, you can get on your bike and ride for miles and miles and miles and never see a car. I would like, no, I, honestly, I mean, I want Washington, D.C. to be the first of its kind to do this kind of thing and, and to, sh to make it successful and show that it, with its metrics, that it works, that it works. We have everything we need here. I, I didn't go into all the detail about the demographics of the population here, but if there's ever a place to do this, it is right here high need in terms of what the health needs of the, of the people and incredible resources that are underused.